are now listening to The War Report. Jazzy Joe asks, will Garner be live? I'm not sure if any of our QBs will be live, will they? I mean, well, he, he will be in like normal script. Like, so he's going to be scrimmaging. Yeah, he's going to be scrimmaging. Yes, but it's not like uh, Calzada. Calzada won't be playing at all, I don't think, in 8A. No. He might go out there. No. I don't know if they're going to do like a seven on seven period where they can just go out there and throw. Calzada might participate that way just so people can see him throw. Um, but uh, Coach Harson was asked about what the format was going to be for A-Day, and he honestly said they hadn't figured it out, though. It's just going to be their last full scrimmage. Um, so I don't I don't know what to expect from this A-Day, um, whether they're going to, you know, do – you know, last year they did the kickoffs, and then they just let them run the length of the field and all that kind of – I don't know what we're going to see, man. Mm. And with 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 a lot of guys being injured too, I think he he alluded to that being why it's kind of up in the air the format as to what they're going to be doing. So yeah, anybody's guess at this point, uh, we just had to wait and see on Saturday. Yeah. All right, Mike G went first. What what is what is one thing that Ike needs to see on Saturday, mm. particularly on the offensive side of the ball? Ah, uh, man, you know. I want to see what we're going to look like in our run blocking. Um, a, a day, I mean, the 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 inner squad scrimmages are always hard to judge, right? Because if if one group dominates, you're like, does that mean that the other group is just really bad, mm. or is this group really that good? Uh, but I do want to see uh, more physicality at the point of attack from our offensive line. Um, so I want to see how they block, do the run blocking schemes. And I want to see some, you know, second level blocks because last year it was just a lot of stone walls. Like they were, you know, they were handling the guy in front of them, but nothing beyond that. So, um, if you listen to Will Friend talk, um, and you, you hear people talk about it, the offensive line is working on their ability to communicate and understand, you know, blitz pickups and what their assignments are supposed to be as defenses shift in the run game and things like that. So hopefully we will see some better execution from the offensive line, and especially in the, the the realm of run blocking, so that we can get a little bit more of the balance that we've been wanting to see uh, because it's clear they want to be able to use Tank Bixby and all of our running backs in, in a, a variety of ways this year. Um, but it's got to start with the guys up front doing a good job. So I really just want to see what we're going to do from a physicality standpoint in the trenches. Yep. I'm really excited. Uh, just, just, I, I want, uh, there's a few players that I'm looking forward to seeing, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, I really want to see Finley command the offense. I think much has been made about, uh, and we, we've talked to him in a previous interview much has been made about his his leadership and how he's really taken that next step as a leader and uh, him getting pretty much the majority of the first team reps as spring ball has progressed. I want to see him look in control yeah. of the offense. I, I, I think I think at the very least, I want to come out of spring saying, all right, we know we got at least one really strong contender for the starting spot. And that's that's before I see what Ashford looks like. I want to see why Finley, I want to I want to feel good about why Finley has had pretty much a stranglehold on the first team reps. And I definitely want to see that. I also want to see how they actually 
intend to use Landon King and how mm-hmm. will he be lining up? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things Harson talked about was because of his ability, he understands both positions, tight end and receiver. Mm-hmm. They just know that he, he, he has a high IQ. We just got to get him on the field. How will Landon King, how will they be using him? What kind of situations will we see Landon King out there? So I'm intrigued to see that because I, I think this is a guy who can really take the next step, especially if our passing game really gets going this year. But Mike G, who do you have your eye on on the offensive side of the ball? And then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about defense in a minute. But on the offense, who are you going to be looking at specifically? Uh, Malcolm Johnson Jr., uh, received a very interesting comment from uh, Brian Harson, where he was talking about uh, receiver play and how Malcolm had improved, and he like got a guy off him, like he made an adjustment in co- on coverage, made a move on a guy, and then made a play on the ball. And we're going to need that. We're going to need guys who can get off coverage and make a play on the ball. So I'm really excited. Auburn needs a deep threat, man, and. I think Malcolm can be that dude. He's, you know, a 10 second, hundred meter dash guy. He's a track. He's got track speed. So he's got the speed to take the top off of defense and being able to hit downfield passes will go a long way uh, to helping us open up the offense and, and maintain the type of balance that Brian Harson was looking for in year one. And they, they tried to start that way every quarter. And then we got behind the chains and things got way out of whack, and we ended up throwing the ball way more than we were running it because we did not complete a high enough percentage of our passes to keep defenses honest. So uh, I'm looking at Malcolm Johnson Jr., man. I I think uh, it'll be exciting to see him, you know, um, uh, uh, out there kind of doing his thing and and showing us what kind of improvement he's made. Right. Um. What's the question again? What am I supposed to be looking for? Who are you looking for? Who are you looking for? Yeah, what, what, player, what player? What player? What player are Yo, you going? Dawson. That's the dude okay. I want to see, oh, man. That's right. two oh. years of hype about this kid. I oh, want right. to see, and he's been getting all of these accolades. Uh, you know, it seems like every week he has been like a playmaker or the you know something on the board. I'm like, I want to see Dawson go out there and do something that make me say, okay, I see why they've been talking about him. From the offensive okay. standpoint, he's somebody who I definitely want to see go out there and ball. Um, and the other one is Jay Fair. Jay Fair has been getting a lot of talk. I want to see what he looks like out there. You know, what does that speed look like? What is his ability to go and, you know, make a, make a play in the air? You know, like, what is Jay Fair working with out here? Because mm-hmm. he got people talking. Uh, those are two guys that I definitely want to want to get a look at um, on A-Day. I see some people mentioning Sean Jackson as well. So yeah, um, listen, man, I, I, earned a scholarship. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to see. And and Harson has has been very complimentary of him um, this spring as well. So I'm eager to see because he's going to get some opportunity. I, I, granted, tanks tanks a revelation. We don't need to see a lot of, of, of from Tank. So I'm eager to see what Sean Jackson does uh, with with this opportunity as well as Jordan Ingram. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't we haven't seen a lot of him, so I'm eager to see what those guys look like. Uh, yeah, with, with Hunter not being there, you're gonna yeah. get to see a lot of them. I'm I'm actually I want to see if if Xavion Capers is made any progress as well too. Capers is another guy who I think I feel like this is a do or die year for him. 
Yeah. He's got to figure out a way to get on the field now or, or it may not happen here. So I'm rooting for Xavion, man, to, to get out there and show something. He's been here for a while. Um, you know, hopefully he's got his head in the game and can go out there and contribute. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, let's let's talk defense. Let's talk defense. Uh, just like we did with the offensive side of the ball. What what are what is the one thing you want to see on defense? In this, in this, and we don't know how if we're going to do strength on strength in this scrimmage. I would like to see that, but assuming that it is strength on strength, what is what is something you want to see happen on the defensive side of the ball? Um, I'll, I'll start. I'll start with you this time, Mike. Um, so I don't know if we're going to be doing any tempo, but um, I definitely, I didn't. I mean, has anybody asked? If they're going to be, if the um, Schmetting is going to be up in the booth, or if he's going to be on the sideline this year from calling plays, they're probably not going to ask that to fall count. I'm wondering, but, but the reason why I ask that is because um, one of the big issues is I go back and I'm looking through tape from last year, and we talked about this during the season. Like a huge issue with us being caught out of position was just how late we were getting calls in and how late people were getting lined up. Like, I just really want to see kind of how that is working a little more fluidly as to whether or not, um, you know, people are doing a better job of that. But um, as far as players in specific, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, is Owen Papo back to, to good health in the linebacking core. Okay. And what other guys in linebacker, you know, is it going to be Cam? Is it going to be, you know... Um, Wesley Steiner, like who is going to be that other linebacker that's going to be stepping in because, you know, McLean's not here this year. So who's going to be the next man up? Joko Willis, like who's going to be the guy that's going to be in there um, solidifying what we do from a run game perspective in the, in the, um, from the linebacker position. Yeah. Uh, Mike. Uh, I'm actually going to go a different direction and say that I, the guy I want to see, is Dylan Brooks. Mm. I want to see his kid play ball. Now, yeah. he was a kind of a, a, a gifted pickup because, you know, of the Pruitt sweepstakes out there at Tennessee. Um, you know, Big Mac Gate or Hamburger Gate or Happy Meal Gate or whatever that you even call that. But that's how we ended up with Dylan Brooks. And he didn't make the field in year one, so he this kid has spent – a whole year in our strength and conditioning program, just sitting, waiting, learning. Now, Zacoby McLean is gone. And for as many guys as they like to rotate in and out on defense, I think he's got a chance to make some significant contributions this fall. So I like Dylan Brooks. I think, I think um, he has a chance to come in and just kind of shock a lot of people with his athleticism and, and his ability and his technique. So it'll be fun to watch him. Outside of that, I'm really looking forward to seeing the newcomers on defense. That's Thanos. That's Gilbert. Thanos and, won't be playing, though. He he was... Um, he's, 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 he's still recovering from an injury. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was okay. recovering, yeah. All right, well, you know, uh, Thanos needs to find some Infinity Stones and heal up. But um, if we can see the two... The no, we got the number one Juco corner and the number one Juco mm-hmm. safety. I want to see these guys play ball because Smoke is gone and McCreary is gone. And those guys presumably will be able to contribute immediately and have a lot of playing experience. So 
going to be exciting to see. I think I think we could be loaded on defense if the cards fall right. So let's see what these guys have. I think this defense has a chance to be better than last year's. More well-rounded. Yo, what's up? This your man Ike Jones with The War Report, and you've been listening to The War Report Wednesday Night War Room. If you want to get in on the conversation early, catch us as we broadcast this show live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube. Make sure you check out our other content while you're there, Facts and All, The Weekend Tailgate, our player interview series, Building Rapport, going strong. All right, enough of that. Let's get back to the show. Ooh, this is, I, I didn't even, I forgot, I honestly, uh, Elliot, uh, he said, I haven't heard much you, about the you, linebacker. Eugene Asante. Yeah, I, I forgot about him. He's a linebacker that mm-hmm. is going to be able to step in immediately with some playing experience. I hadn't even thought about that there when I was thinking through linebacker positions. That's a really good call out. There you go. So, man. Um, what do we do yeah, with my, my My eyes are on the linebacker um, because we we saw what this defense got reduced to when a certain guy from that that position group was not on the field uh, when we needed run uh, support and run defense. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what what this team looks like in in run defense um, in this scrimmage. I'm definitely keeping an eye on that. Um, of course, you know, we we've the usual suspects, man. Like again, we mentioned Eugene Asante. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see what Cam Riley looks like. How does Wesley Steiner look? How does Desmond Tisdall look? Like how do which of those another one? Mm-hmm. Which of those guys are going to step up uh, in in this in this practice and actually show us something? We know Owen Papo and what he brings when he comes back, but we want to make sure he has at least one or two running mates with him when he comes back. And uh, I want I want that to continue because we got some talent there. I want that to continue to be a position of strength um, for sure. So I'm definitely curious about that. But I'm curious about this safety position. I'm, I'm curious to see what Caden Bridges looks like. Uh, I've been hearing good things about Caleb Wood- Wooden. I, I want to see what these guys are looking like back in safety because, again, we're replacing everybody. Um, I know Kaufman is probably going to be playing the nickel. Um, so I, I haven't heard much about him playing safety. So I'm curious to see what those two guys look like and how they play on the back end of our defense. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Elliot Huckabee says, hurt much on the oh, linebacker. Yeah, that's what I, we just talked about. That's Eugene, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have, I don't, I haven't heard much. Uh, Harden Harson hasn't mentioned much about him, nor has uh, Schmetting, but we get to see what he, how he looks out there though. Mm-hmm. Haven't, Heard much on Brandon Frazier. Hmm. I think hmm. he'll still be on the roster come fall, considering Shanker, Fromm, and Deal are in front of him. I like all three of those guys. Hmm. It's an interesting thought. Like, will Brandon B- Frazier? Bdell has Bdell mentioned him though. Um, said he's improved. I don't, I don't know what that means. We'll get to see how much he's improved on Saturday if he's getting some significant reps or not. But and yeah, no. if he's if he's if he's buried behind those guys, who knows? Don't know. I mean, this is definitely Shanker's last year. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where he falls on the depth chart. Um, the post-A-Day transfer portal situation is going to be nuts all over the country. So uh, it's sure. going to be interesting to see how that falls out or that shakes Thanks. out. For sure. For sure. Or Eagle says, Chrome War Report decal for the vehicles. I need it. Mm, okay. I. I'll see that's, what I can do about department. that. 
Yeah. Uh, linebacker coach Robinson talked about Asante on the Tiger Talk radio show podcast. Okay. Uh, I am looking forward to see what, because Capers has been someone that I've been rooting for as a receiver, um, just because his size. Typically, we've had a lot of fast, shifty guys, but we we haven't really had a lot of uh, give a lot of burn to to tall, big receivers like him. I really want to see him take that next step as well, Mike G. I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I'm man. curious to see Damn. how he looks for sure. Um, DJ Jones, cornerback. Hey, Thanks. Uh, Oregon boys. Transfer from Oregon. So I'm curious DJ, to see. I think his last name's James. 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 DJ James. DJ James. Yeah. DJ James. I'm curious to see what he, how he looks, um, you know, in, in, the, in the cornerback race. Of course, we know who the usual suspects uh, are uh, with two guys coming back, Jalen Simpson, um, Nehemiah Pritchett. But I'm curious to see how James fits into that picture. For sure. So um, definitely looking forward to just seeing what the competition looks like there. Stuart Donald says, I'm looking forward to seeing who our returners. Yeah, are. Like, good. that's a good one. That's um, a good is, one. Is Kaufman going to be back there? I don't know. He didn't return a single kick last year. Um, mm. Javarius Johnson's been hampered and he was doing some return duties. Nope. Uh, D-Rob was returning kicks. He's not here anymore. I heard Pritchard's name being mentioned for punt returner. Yeah, well, Pritchard had you know a couple of good kick returns last season, so interesting to see whether or not he's going to be back there. Um, who else had been in return duty for us previous to now? I think that's it. Like, I don't know that we have anybody else besides uh, Jarquez Hunter, who was back there, and um, and Worm. Those are the only guys that, yeah. that were returning kicks. So I know Tank had been doing it a little bit in practice so far. Um, but yeah, definitely interesting to see who is going to be returning kicks. Will you yeah. feel a way if you see Tank back there? Yes, 100%. I mean, we saw him last year during A-Day. I don't think that's going to be surprising. But how many kicks did he return during the season? None. None. Well, well then why do it during A-Day? <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think at that point in time, they were just trying to feel stuff out, right? Like, they didn't have Robinson on campus. Mm. I don't think Javarius had emerged as that guy yet until they got to the fall. Um, so I think some of the pieces... uh that weren't really there in that place. So they were just trying to put whoever they thought was athletic back there. Um, so it, it will be interesting to see. Okay. Interesting for sure. Uh, any, <laughs> any, any, any more closing thoughts on just expectations and, and what I we're wish I could remember for. what I was going to say from earlier. I completely blanked on that. I don't know. Mm. My expectation is, is that they run a better eight, eight than last year, last year's eight, eight, I think, now looking back on it was a like a microcosm of what our season ended up being. So I want to see them figure more out this A Day. I think they're in a better position this A Day uh, than they were in last A Day. I mean, anytime you you've got a whole year under your belt, you're in a better position. You know, because he came in, he had to piece together a recruiting class. You know, get guys in the weight room, start them on a new program. Uh, uh, you know, get ready for spring practices all in the span of like two months. So mm. I get it. But this A-Day, I think it should look markedly better. I'll be interested to see what fan support for A-Day looks like this year, too. Usually. Speaking yeah. of which, where the tail, what tailgate do I need to come check out, man? Y'all need to tell me. Sweet at me. You see my at handle right here. If you're on Twitter, be like at T-W-R-Ike Jones. 
we tailgating. Here's where you need to come pull up. And I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna say what's up to y'all, man. Y'all I, listen for Iron too. Bowl. I went to some five tailgates, man. Like I got Robert yeah. probably had some of the best barbecue I've ever had. I mean, mm. his chicken thighs were off the hook. I was mm. just walking down the street eating chicken thighs by Tiger Walk because he gave me some. It's cool. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the rounds this year during a day. Okay. All right. Well, y'all, y'all know to do. Let let like know where you at for sure. Uh, let's let's shift gears. Let's shift gears and let's 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 briefly talk about Auburn basketball. Mm. Jabari and Walker Kessel declare for the draft. Hashtag they uh, okay. Not. I mean, was it even hours, Ike? After we did the show and we expressed our confidence in the possibility of Kessler staying, that he was like, nah, I'm going out. Yeah, that age like milk. Yes, an open carton of milk. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're off to the NBA. And that actually leaves us. We had question marks here, but it actually leaves us with the current roster as you know is zeb jasper kd johnson alan flanagan wendell green jr dylan cartwell jalen williams chris moore stretch chance westry johan Traore. and of course as i mentioned last on sunday trey donaldson is on the team but he's not on a basketball scholarship he's on a football scholarship because he played two sports in high school now Ike, you're the belief that you don't think we're done in terms of guys leaving the program in some form of fashion. Maybe for the NBA, but you're thinking portal at this point. Why do you feel that yeah. way? Yeah, I, I still think that that at least two more guys are going to leave. Um, there are some pretty high-profile people that have hit the transfer portal from all over the country, and I think that Bruce Pearl and staff are – salivating over the prospects of getting one of these young men into our program. And um, I think it's a possibility that one or two more guys leave. I mean, you look at the the guard position alone is like, we can't take another guard, right? So it's going to have to be somebody in the three, four, five. So it's a front court player, right? Um, but you look at what the center slash power forward, guys who are 6'10 and taller on our team. Um. There are three of them right now. Only t- we only played two deep at that spot last year. Walker Kessler and Dylan Cardwell were the only ones that played at the center. Um, and we have three guys who can play center right now. Mm. Um, one of those guys is a senior, and I don't anticipate him sticking around his senior year to ride the bench. Because he was riding the bench last year behind Cardwell and Kessler. He would yeah. ride the bench again behind Traore and Cardwell. I don't see him doing it again this year. Yeah. So he's the most likely to get out of here. Like, unless he just wants to collect the scholarship and chill and, and you know, break in case of emergency situation, he's out of here. The next thing you have to look at is Jalen Williams. Chris Moore and uh, 
Let's pull, pull that list back up again because I'm forgetting someone right now. Uh, it's just really those two, Jalen Williams and Chris Moore at the four spot, right? Mm. I, I think I think Bruce convinces Jalen to stay in some form of capacity. Likely Jalen is the one that would stay of those two. And so that means I'm looking at Chris Moore, who's going to be playing either a three or a four spot. Um, and those are obvious. Those are obvious ones because of the minutes they got last year. Yeah. Right. And, and he already talked about Jalen wanting to be more of a featured player this year. I think he just kind of likes the loyalty that him stepping down to allow Jabari to step up, um, played well in the, in both the SEC tournament and the two games in the NCAA tournament. Um, so yeah, I think Jalen is likely going to be here, which leaves me at Chris Moore. Um, and I just, if I were to guess, number seven and number eight on that list will not be in an Auburn uniform next year. War Report family, you are listening to the Wednesday Night War Room podcast. You're in the right place for great discussion of Auburn sports news, but there's so much more available to our YouTube channel patrons. Patron-level supporters get first dibs on select content, special chat privileges when we have special segments and big-time guests, and only patrons get access to our off-season football film reviews that kick off after A-Day. We're talking next-level film breakdowns to look at what we did in 2021 and even give us a glimpse of what to expect in 2022. And did I mention the patron giveaways? So head on over to our YouTube page and look for the join button. Become a patron-level member and get your weight up. All right, now let's get back to it. So it makes it, it makes it interesting. I, I I don't know if you keep up with the transfer portal and and basketball, um, but I'm hearing I'm hearing names being thrown out. But we know what what Bruce is looking for, um, in terms of who he can bring on the team. He 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 wants someone who can get buckets. Mm-hmm. We need a we need a bucket getter at this point. Yeah. Um So. I'm curious to see, especially if if we do see if we do see one of those guys, especially if like Chris, if if more leaves, like I think his own, I think his own and popping in terms of who who the staff wants to go after because as there are a lot of people in the portal, so I'm very curious to see. Uh, Jazzy Joe says, "How about Sharif getting called up to the Hawks?" Sharif been out here. Uh, yeah, he he putting he in work in the G League, bro. Like he's been out there putting people on notice. Um, so definitely, a Jared Harper got called up recent. Well, he was put on a two way contract, I should say. Right. Um. So I think yeah. he's back though. Looking forward to seeing what Sharif can do because he looked he good in the preseason. Another year. It would have been nice if he stayed another year. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, who who would not be on this roster if Sharif Cooper stays another year? Is is Wendell not here? Is Katie one of those guys? Wendell Zepp or Katie don't come if Sharif Cooper does stays. Yeah, I could have so done without Katie. Who is the guy that we don't get? I could have done without Katie, man. If Sharif has stayed, I mean, they it's hard to know. And I mean, you can you can <laughs> so. say that in hindsight, but on the front end, I don't know how that would have, would affect their decision. Yeah, um, it's tough. Good for him, though. I think, honestly, of those players that I just named, KD is probably the one that's still the most likely to still come. I think Zepp or Wendell would be the ones that would not. Um, right. So. Right. Um, Burner account says Stretch got to break out next season. Listen, I. but what, where is he going to get his minutes, right? Unless we're going to play big, because Traore can play the four. Right, and you can let Stretch play the five, 
but does he get minutes in front of Cardwell at the five? So I guess Cardwell going to be our starting center, and then you have uh, Traore at the four spot. So like, let's you know. And if you, and if you're trying to keep Williams happy, Traore almost has to play the center, right? That's my point. So I was like, let's put up a, a hypothetical starting five together. You know, if the guard play stays the same, say one through three stays the same, right? You're going to have Zip, KD, Flanagan at one, two, three. You're putting Jalen Williams at the four and Cardwell or Traore at the five. Now, your backup four is who? It's not going to be stretch. He's going to be a backup five. You can't play Cardwell at the four. So right. he's in the same position. He Definitely is not. Yeah. three spot. He is the third man up at the five position. You can slide Traore to the four and then you can bring Cardwell in the game and you can maybe rotate uh, Traore, Cardwell, Jalen stretch in that four or five spot. But again, he's still got to split minutes at five with three people. I just don't see him doing that his senior season. Again, yeah. unless he's just satisfied with riding the bench, I don't see that happening. I just, I, don't, I just don't see it happening, right? Like, and so, and then the same situation you're going to have with Chris Moore. Chris Moore is a, he's a four in his play style, but in his size, he's more of a three. But who does he take minutes from? He's not taking Jalen Williams minutes. He's not going to take minutes away from Flanagan. He's not taking minutes away from Traore if they're sliding him to the four. He's right. not going to take minutes away from, I think the kid Westry plays the three position and is going to get minutes. They're likely going to go in the transfer portal and go get a four or five, like a guy who's a, a, a lengthy three that might maybe be able to play four in the small ball, right? So they're going to get a six, seven, six, 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 seven guy to come in in the transfer portal. Where does Chris Moore's minutes come from? Yeah. Whose minutes is he taking in that scenario? You get, you, unless he makes some huge leap in, because he's got tons of effort. But unless, unless he makes a huge leap in his ability to get buckets, which is what we need on the squad, where where do those guys... Stretch is not a bucket getter. Chris Moore is not a bucket getter. We don't need more hustle players on this team. We don't need more role players. We need buckets. Right. Yeah. The problem was we weren't shooting well. Chris Moore and Stretch do not solve that problem. They don't. They don't. Now, Auburn is a, a premier spot for premier talent. And uh, they're going to go out and they're going to get a difference maker out of the portal. I promise. Because when you look at Jabari's decision to come here and Kessler's decision and how that turned out for those guys, other players are seeing this. Johan saw it. Other guys are going to see it. And they're going to yeah. end up at Auburn. And, you know, we've got the scholarship production. So there's not going to be spots for everybody. Expect more changes. I expect us, you know, I... You know, hats off to all these kids, but I, I expect us to upgrade. Yeah, and like I said, the, the four, five, I mean, excuse me, the three and the four spot are the places that the upgrade is going to come. Um, just because I think from a defensive and energy standpoint, Bruce Pearl is 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 okay with what Cardwell brings you off the bench. Mm -hmm, I don't right. think he feels the need to go get another backup center because we have right. a quality backup center in Dylan Cardwell. You know, he's not Walker Kessler, but he was still... Tops in the he was SEC. serviceable. He was serviceable. Yeah, he, he was tops in the SEC in shot blocking, and he's a good pick and roll player, and he's good at being able to get offensive and defensive boards. Doesn't have the best hands in the world, but he can improve in that respect, right? He was just a sophomore last year, so it's not as if he's done maturing as a player. Um, 
And so you gotta you gotta figure out what you're going to do at the three four spot. Unless Flanagan has some miraculous resurgence next year, you have to account for the fact that the guy who's the starting off guard three small forward for your team gave you next to nothing on offense for the majority of the year. Right. Next to nothing. He had maybe two good games the entirety of the season after he came back from injury. So you have to figure out how do you solidify that spot? Because the other person who you played quality minutes at that position was oh. Dylan was Dylan uh, Cambridge. I mean, was um, Devin, Cambridge. Devin Cambridge not here anymore? So who's going to fill in those minutes? That's not Chris Moore. Not if you want offense, right? Right. right. That's got to be some other person. Maybe that's Westry. Maybe that you know. Maybe they go small again and they can play. Um, what's the other kid's name? Donaldson, right? Make, I don't know, but. What I'm saying is it's likely going to come from the transfer portal, which means if they bring in someone who can play that's a 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", person that can handle the ball decently and shoot the ball well, Chris Moore is hitting the, the portal or he's just going to sit on the bench for the entirety of next season again, right. minus it barring an injury. Go somewhere and play, young man. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Corey Weber says, shouldn't we expect whoever plays the three to be able yes. to knock down? Yeah, absolutely. And I've been hearing that Westry can shoot around that percentage from three. Now, he was doing that in high school. Don't know how that translates in college, but I'm, I'm curious to see how he comes along. But definitely you want you want a three and D guy for sure at mm -hmm. that position and right. someone who ideally can take you off the dribble and, and get some buckets as well. So. Uh, it was almost as if with our current guys last year, either the guy would just shoot the three or he could slash or drive to the basket, but not both. Ideally, you want to see someone who can do both, but we'll see who Bruce and then we can get in the portal. So yeah. Jazzy says, quick question. Since we have one scholarship, I heard we force someone out if nobody leaves. So somebody was uh, clarifying this in our um, YouTube section. I need to, I need to get, clarity on it myself it was we lost two scholarships over the period of four years or two scholarships every year for four years that's a that's an important thing to note because if that means that we only have 11 every year and it means yes we only have one scholarship available okay let me um, see here so but i don't know mike's looking that, means, that up for us you know yeah. if what's 13 times four whatever that is that means we have the less two less than that over that period so Corey says over the period of four years. So that means we can still have 13 this year if we need to. Um, but again, I don't think it's a, I don't think that this, that's the numbers game they're playing right now. I think the issue is minutes. Like who is going to sit there and say, I'm third on the depth chart at my potential spot and I can go somewhere else and play today. That's what somebody needs to be looking at, not how many scholarships there are on the roster. Um, so, yeah, a couple of people are saying just two. Um, yeah. For, okay. Jazzy said, Coach Pearl said we have one. So they're only looking to add one more scholarship player this year, apparently. Mm -hmm. So, unless we, we lose. Yeah, unless somebody else, you know. Right. So, so yeah. Um, but again, I think you still it's the, the numbers that you're going to have to look at. And I think what would be interesting is if they go and get another guard. Right. Ooh. Right. Like if they go and get another guard, that, that lets you know he be was not satisfied with the output from the guard position. And.
somebody who that's is gonna here. be incredibly telling if he yeah, does some, that. somebody who's here is not getting no minutes because there's a lot of guards on this team.